0: At Brand Mary, we believe in the power of storytelling. So we're on a mission to help entrepreneurs own and monetize their story through personal branding and advanced marketing strategies. Build a brand, market with ease, create more income and impact. Welcome to the Brand Mary podcast. Y'all, it's hard to believe, especially because it's February at the time that I'm recording this but I can only imagine, (laughs) it's hard to believe that Q1 is almost over. Yes, it's true, I am recording this podcast episode on February 2nd because you know how I am about my marketing strategies and my efficiency. I gotta get that stuff done in advance, but I know how I feel at the end of every single quarter and it is always the same, literally never changes. It's such a moment of reflection for me of just like, what just happened? Did three months already pass by? And if the start of 2022 is any indication of how I'm going to feel every single quarter this year, it's just going to be complete shock and disbelief that we're already at this stage. So if you're feeling the same way right now, I wanted to offer up one of my favorite tools. I often spend every quarter at the end of the quarter or very very beginning of the next reflecting on what happened now this is a practice that i do at the end of every single year it is something that we teach in depth inside of brand mary academy in fact one of the things we started doing in 2021 was a virtual planning event and OMG, it was so much fun. It's an all-day planning event with multiple workshops on, obviously, the strategic part of planning, which I lead. We also talk about the mindset and the visionary work around the year ahead auditing our habits and our life and what happened in the past year and what we want to happen moving forward. And it's such an incredible practice, and I love being able to offer this to Academy members as a way to really support them in that holistic business movement, right? That sustainable business that is truly the goal in everything that we teach and do here at Brand Mary. And I saw how powerful this was for so many members last year. And obviously, this is something I've been doing in my practice for quite some time, constantly refining it, asking myself deeper questions. And a couple of years ago, I started doing this every quarter, and I saw how it was incredibly beneficial for the actions that I was taking, being more intentional with how I was then showing up in my business, how I was honoring my goals and my habits that I had, you know, set out for myself, and more than anything, how it was allowing me to really make my personal life a priority. And again, this is something that I often talk about here at Brand Mary, where you really need to take into consideration not just your business goals but how does your life support those goals and vice versa and one of the things that has always served me is are these moments of reflection and I find that at the end of a quarter and of course maybe it's the sim- symbolism of you know end of q1 in business right we've got our four quarters and we can gauge where we're at in regards to our income and and of course there's that element but I always find that it's just a wonderful time to check in with yourself. So today's episode I wanted to share those questions with you because well guess what? It's the end of the quarter next week. <laughs> and I've got an awesome episode for you next week where I'm talking a little bit more about habits. This is a going to be a repurposed episode that I did back in 2020 where I was really diving deep into my habit work and that has just continued to serve me over the past two years. I'm so incredibly thankful that I took the time to learn more about habits. We integrate, um, you know, habit building and successful habits into everything that we teach inside of the academy. We actually have a habits success coach inside of the academy who holds monthly calls. It's such a powerful practice. But I really believe that in order to know what habits you want to implement in your life, in your business... You need to know what you want to do. And one of the best ways to know what you want to do is to reflect on what you've loved and didn't love about your work to date. And so that's where this reflection or auditing your biz comes into play. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to share a bunch of questions with you. I'm going to talk a little bit more about these questions. We've also added these to the Brand Mary blog. So if you want to ever go back and revisit them, you absolutely can. You can go to brandmary.com audit-my-biz, okay? And And again, if you're listening to this episode, you know, at the time of its release, head over to the Brand Mary blog today. You'll be able to find this. But if you ever want to go back and check it out, you can go to brandmary.com slash audit dash my dash biz, okay? And we will have these questions inside of the show notes. All right, let's get into it. So the very first part of, of this element is really kind of a reflection of Of what you loved and what you didn't love. I think that this is incredibly helpful in kind of that holistic, you know, life aspect of being a business owner, but also, you know, I don't know, having a life or (laughs) wanting to have a life and to just check in on how you are ultimately feeling. I'm all about data driven decisions and we are going to get there. But it's really, really important that you're checking in on the alignment with yourself and how you're ultimate feeling about your business and how you know your your life is ultimately supporting that growth. So the very first question is what did you love about your work this quarter? And again, there's no right or wrong here. It's an opportunity to sit down with your journal and write just write. Or if you don't love that, you can even just record yourself, right? There's no, like I said, no right or wrong way to do this practice. But giving yourself a moment to sit down and really think about the past three months and what did you love? What was really fun for you? What was exciting? Then the next question is, what didn't you find joy in? So what were some of the things that you did, maybe new things or things that you've been doing for a while that just did not light you up, that you had a really hard time completing or you just constantly found yourself getting distracted, you kind of bitched and moaned about it the whole time it was happening. Look, been there, done that. So what did you love about your work this past quarter and what didn't you find joy in? This can be incredibly helpful when you look at all of this information and start to make plans for the next quarter There might be things that you can start to let go of. Or as a business owner, this can also be the beginning stages of outsourcing and getting support. So while you might not be maybe in a financial state to hire a team member just yet, going back and looking at these logs every quarter, when you get to that point financially, can be incredibly helpful. It can pinpoint the type of team member that you want to bring on first and the type of task that you want them to take over for you. All right, next question. What felt draining or not in alignment? So where the last question was, you know, what didn't you find joy in? What wasn't exciting? Now we're going even deeper and like what physically felt draining to you? Now, again, we're really focused on the business aspect, but I always find that when I'm journaling, There's a bit of a crossover with my personal life, right? So maybe it's, you know, what really felt draining is I didn't honor the fact that I don't want to work on Fridays, and then that kept interfering with plans, and then I was just getting angry and then frustrated, and it just felt very draining and defeating, right? So of course, there can be a bit of a crossover, but now you want to really think about, you know, not just what wasn't fun, what didn't excite you, but what actually felt like it was zapping your energy in the last quarter. Then I want you to look back and really evaluate and say, what would you have changed about this past quarter? What would you have done differently if you were to redo it? Because guess what? You have another quarter up ahead. So of the things that worked, of the things that didn't work, and again, we're really just kind of going off a of feeling right now—not so much like data, but you know, what what would you have changed? What would you like to change as we move forward? So this could be, you know, some insight into the type of program that you're offering, uh, how you're supporting your clients, what does your customer service look like, your marketing, how you're spending money, right? The possibilities are absolutely endless. How you're structuring your day, how you're uh, scheduling things in your business. So again, looking back, what would you have changed about this quarter? Were there actions you knew you should have done that you didn't get to? Let's be honest with ourselves. If you're like me, you set out these awesome goals that sometimes don't get done. And that's okay. Now is our chance to say, all right, of those goals, of those intentions that we set, what didn't we get to? And why didn't we get to it? Was this something that felt out of alignment, so we just kept procrastinating and putting it off over and over again? Was this something that felt really hard and you just needed more information or needed more resources to accomplish? Was it a time thing? You didn't make it a priority, so it didn't get completed? What was it? This can also be incredibly helpful because it can help you when you're planning the next quarter. Are you going to carry those things over? Do you need to reevaluate them? Do you need to make them a top priority? What is coming up for you? And now, my favorite one looking back, what did you accomplish? Let's celebrate that. Let's take a moment to pause. And again, yes, we are talking about business. Hey, we're all business owners here. So there might be some monetary pieces, new clients, uh, you know, new leads, conversion rate. I don't know. You know, anything that's coming up for you. But I, I challenge you to also think about the little things, the things that are often overlooked. Did you say that you were going to blog every single week and you effing did it? Did you say you were going to start emailing your list and you did it every single week? Did you say you were going to start doing more video? And you absolutely did. Did you tell yourself that you were going to start ending your day at 4 p.m. and shutting your computer and you honored that? Did you tell yourself that you were going to start spending more time in the morning grounding yourself and moving your body and maybe meditating and eating breakfast and you honored that? So what did you accomplish? I Legit, want you to write every single thing that you can think of down and sit with that and allow yourself to celebrate it. That's the kind of energy I want to bring into every quarter. Of course, it's important to think about the things that didn't go as we had planned or the things that slipped through the cracks because that's going to help us grow. It's going to help us, you know, become the best version of ourselves. But The energy that I want to bring into the next quarter is one of pure joy and celebration of what I did accomplish. And I promise you, I promise you, you accomplished way more than you have given yourself credit for and it's time to celebrate that. And of that, of all that information that you've just journaled on, of the feelings that you're feeling, of the joy, of the celebrations, what do you want to bring into the next quarter? Maybe this is a feeling. Maybe this is a habit. Maybe you started doing something that you are loving in your business and in your marketing that you definitely want to make sure you honor in the next quarter. Maybe you realize something about the work that you're doing that you want to give space for to explore in the next quarter. What do you want to bring into this next chapter? Because it really is. I mean, if we think about our business in these like, quarter chunks. They're essentially chapters in a in a year. And of course, every single month can also be, you know, a subchapter, if you will. But I find that this whole 90-day grouping thing really gives me as a business owner and as a person enough time to get into a routine or try something out. It's not just, oh, I did 30 days. Sometimes... A lot can happen in 30 days, right? We don't feel well. Kids are sick. You know, our job is more demanding. All these different things can start to happen. I love a good 90-day evaluation. I find that that's like a sweet spot in terms of just checking in and seeing what worked and what didn't. So again, this part one, this reflection piece is really about you taking the time to sit with what happened and And really dive deep into what felt good, what didn't feel good, where did you not honor your commitments, where can you step it up a little bit, and where are you ultimately celebrating? Because we've got to get in the habit of celebrating everything, even the small moments, which might seem insignificant as they're happening, but I promise you those little moments, those little 1% changes are ultimately leading to the end goal right? To a, to a thriving, sustainable business. Okay. So now that we've done that, now that we've checked in with the way that we're feeling, we're going to get real technical. <laughs> Here's where the data audit comes into play. Knowing your numbers is very important as a business owner. It should be something that you are doing minimum every 90 days. I prefer if you are doing it every 30 days. And one of the practices that I'm looking to implement and making more of a habit for myself this year is checking in on these numbers every single week so that we can spot changes or things that are working or things that are not working in real time. Now I know you might not have the capacity to do that and maybe your email list isn't fluctuating, you know, that much in a week. So Every 90 days is a fantastic place to start. And here are some of the base, you know, number questions, data questions, that's what we'll do, data questions (laughs) I want you to start documenting, all right? So while the last or the part one of this might have been done in a journal, you know, uh, on a Google Doc, whatever, this one I would love for you to do in maybe a spreadsheet or something similar so that you can have your numbers next to each other for each quarter and really be able to see and evaluate the growth. Again, these questions are available at brandmary.com audit my dash biz. Okay, so definitely make sure that you check that out. All right. First question, what is your current email list size? You should know by now that at Brand Mary, we believe in a solid email marketing strategy. That means that you need to constantly be looking at your email list size. What's working, what's not working, um, you know, all those different pieces. And email list growth should definitely be something that is on your radar. Consistently, it's coming in through the funnel. So where are you at? What is your current email list size as we close out Q1? Or Q2, or whenever you're listening to this podcast. What is your current website traffic for each month of this quarter? So let's start prioritizing our websites. Let's start prioritizing marketing strategies that lead people to our website. And one of the coolest things that you can do is look at your website traffic How is it changing? Are you noticing a big increase during certain months? Did you start blogging more and suddenly you saw a spike? Did you implement SEO? Right? What is happening? And for each of these, also feel free to jot down some notes. So if your current email list size, let's say, is 200 people, you just deleted 50 people because they weren't opening your emails, maybe make a note of that. If you know that, you had giant growth in february because you were featured on a podcast you know and so you got a ton of website traffic make a note of that all this can be helpful to revisit so i love to look at my website traffic for each month i find that to be incredibly helpful next question what activities generated the most leads slash subscribers email subscribers Now, some examples of these could be YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, website traffic, Pinterest. What you choose, right, to to log as your activities is going to depend on your marketing strategy, of course, and also the amount of data that you have. Now, if you don't have super specific data on this, that is okay. It's something that you can definitely start doing as you grow your business. So for instance, you might have a freebie and you might have a form on your email service provider. Again, we use ConvertKit here at Brand Mary that says, you know, freebie Instagram. So you know that that link is the link that you've been putting on Instagram and that those leads are coming from Instagram, right? If you're running Facebook ads, you'll have a separate form specifically for Facebook ads. So then you know that those leads are coming from Facebook, Pinterest, so on and so forth. Um, another thing that you can do here is also, if you are signing clients or you know making sales in your business, asking people how they found you. How did they find out about your product or your service? And that can also be a fantastic thing to note on how you're getting those paying clients in the door. This could be very simply just a select one at checkout. Or if you have an application where someone is applying to work one-on-one with you, you ask them, how did you hear about this offer? And they can let you know. This is ultimately how we discovered that so many of my high-paying one-on-one clients were coming from Google. So it's a fantastic a uh, thing to start tracking again. No pressure if you don't have a lot of data around this yet. Put it on the chart, fill in what you you think you know and just start to implement these pieces as you go. All right. So that first part we're really focused on leads. We're really focused on, you know, website traffic. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about offers and ROI. So the next question is If you have multiple offers or you sell multiple products, which one brought in the most money? So one thing that I do every single month in my business is I break down how much money each of my offers brought in in terms of cash, which is just so helpful. (laughs) So I want you to look back at the last quarter and I want you to do the same thing. Hopefully you have a system. We use Kajabi. They have a really great way for us to break up separate offers in Kajabi. Um, Obviously, if you're using Stripe or PayPal or anything like that, you you can pull this. But having this in a... A spreadsheet can be so helpful because at the end of the year, when you look back at your different months, you can almost start to see trends of when sales were high and sales were low. And the more you do this year after year, you can really see, you know, and plan better for your business. So we know that typically, you know, the summer months of July and August are a lot slower at Brand Mary because so much of my audience is... their kids are home for summer, right? And it's summer and there's vacations and all that is happening. So that's good for me to know, right? So starting to kind of document this can be incredibly helpful. So again, if you only have one offer, you just put that down. But if you have multiple offers, break up each offer and how much money each one brought in and then highlighting which one brought in the most. If you are advertising, this next question is for you. How much did you spend on advertising that offer. So again we're really focused kind of now on like the core offer or the, the the most revenue generating offer. So did you spend any money on advertising for that? If you're doing general advertising like just lead magnet advertising, you can just go ahead and write down you know how much you spent on advertising in general. And then which offer had the biggest ROI? So which one had the highest return on investment? Of the money that you spent on advertising, which one brought in the most money? Again, again, because I know you're all at different stages here, if you don't have the individual breakdown, what you can do is just say, okay, this is how much money I brought in with my offers, this is how much I spent on advertising, and this was my return on my investment. Okay, how much did you ultimately make off of your investment? The next thing we're going to do is we're going to look at those individual months, like I mentioned before, and look at the cash income that you generated. Now, what we're focused on here is cash revenue, cash income. So not what you paid yourself, but what was accepted by the business, all right? So if you're using Stripe or you're using PayPal, we're looking at the amount of money that came in before they took out their fees, So, it's the gross cash revenue for your business. So, which was, or what was your cash income for each month in the quarter? What was your best month, and why do you think that is? What was your lowest month? And why do you think that is? Again, we're really getting into that reflection mindset. We're diving deep into our business. What happened that month? Were you actively promoting? Did something major happen? Were you featured on something? Did you implement something new? What caused that shift? So, so important to identify. And any of those lowest months, what happened, right? I typically know that some of my lowest months are when I'm like piecing out and going on vacation with my family for an entire month. That's okay with me, right? I've planned for that. I know that that's coming. So starting to see these trends can be so helpful for you as you continue to grow your business. What was your cash income for the quarter as a whole? So again, we broke down each month, three of them. Which one was the best? Which one was the lowest? Why do you think that happened? And then what was your ultimate cash revenue for the quarter as a whole? And then what is your goal going to be for the next quarter? Now, this section here, what I'd love for you to do is identify your cash revenue goal for the quarter, for the one coming up. So if we're in Q1, you're going to do Q2, so on and so forth. Then I'd also love you to journal and think about, okay, what are my other goals? How many email subscribers do I want to gain? Do I want to start blogging more? Do I want to email my list more? Do I want to start venturing into making more video content? Am I going to hire somebody? Are we going to launch a new product? Start really thinking about what those goals are. Because a lot of my clients will map out their goals for the entire year. But things change, y'all. And so every quarter, you got to check back in with yourself. You got to look at what those those goals were for the whole entire year, pull what happened in this first quarter, pull how you're feeling, pull the data that you know, make adjustments. And so you're going to see that maybe there's some new things that you want to do in the upcoming quarter that weren't your original plan back on January 1st, and that's okay. This is how we grow. We make these small adjustments and changes, revisiting our goals every quarter to make sure that they are A, still in alignment with what we want to do, and B, we're crystal clear on how we're going to achieve them. So again, this is something that you could absolutely do at the end of every single quarter, and it is just going to serve you so much as a business owner, as the CEO of your company, and you're going to see how it's ultimately benefiting you outside of your business as well. This is just a glimpse at some of the reflection pieces that we do at Brand Mary. As I mentioned before, we are constantly focused on supporting our members inside of Brand Mary Academy with the holistic approach to running a business. So it's not just about us teaching how to implement SEO and you know how to schedule their content, but also how are they showing up in their lives? How are they scheduling their day-to-day? Are they making time for play? How are their relationships? This is all so incredibly important to running a successful business. And so every single month, we have a habits call where Ash, who is our habits coach, comes on Zoom with the group and walks through these different elements just really kind of forcing members to check in on themselves because it's not something we naturally do. I know it took me a really long time to actually sit down and say, how do you actually feel right now? Because I'm the type of person that will just go with the motions, go with what's happening, and not take time to really check in. So I really encourage you to use this as a launching off point for checking in with yourself, something you can do every 90 days. It's really going to serve you in not only reaching your goals by the end of the year and not only advancing your business, but also improving your life as a whole. And again, if you want to take that next step, we offer this element of support along with mindset and, of course, marketing strategies and business strategies inside of Brand Mary Academy. You can go to brandmaryacademy.com at any time, join the wait list, and you'll be the first to know when we open doors again later this year. Again, you can go to brandmary.com slash audit dash my dash biz to go ahead and look at these questions. And as we mentioned a few weeks ago, we've got a brand new class for you, a free class for you that's gonna talk all about how to elevate your marketing. Go to brandmary.com class if you haven't tuned in to that training just yet. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope that this really helps you step into that CEO role reflecting on what has happened and allows you to bring more joy and celebration and excitement into the quarter ahead. Next week, we've got an episode all about habits. Really excited to share that replay with you um, from 2020. It's one of my most popular episodes. So, Tune in next week as we close out the month where you will learn a little bit more about habit building and some of the things that I implemented in my life and my business. We've got some awesome new content coming your way for Q2. As always, DM me if you have any questions about today's episode or just wanna share some of your comments. And if you've got a few minutes, I would love for you to take that time to write a review about the podcast. Head to Apple Podcasts, find the brand Mary podcast and write a quick review. I so greatly appreciate it. All right, y'all have an amazing rest of your week and we'll talk soon.